Winning the lottery. An amazing experience, right? Something that most people would kill for, quite literally. There's a story a while back about a gentleman who made a deal with the devil in exchange to win the 248 Euro Millions, but that's for another video. This is a story of a genuine lottery winner who lost everything. Pretty much spent every single dime that he had in a very short amount of time and his pretty much known to be the unluckiest lottery winner of all time. So sit back, relax. I'm about to tell you the story of Mickey Carroll. Mickey Carroll was 19 years old when he won 9.7 million pounds in the United Kingdom lottery. So that was around about 2002. Adjusted for inflation, you're looking at about 11 to 12 million pounds, depending on what website you look at. Now, that's enough to change pretty much anybody's life, right? You could be Jeff fucking Bezos, but if I handed you 12 million pounds, you'd be pretty darn happy. There'd be a lot of things you could do with that, huh? At first, when he won, he effectively said to everybody that this world was not going to change him. This money was going to be something that he was going to be super responsible with, and he was going to take his time, and he's going to take good care of his family and his friends. 9.7 million pounds after tax, that's a lot of money. The very first thing that he did is he gave away 4 million pounds. That's right, the day that he won his money, he gave away 4 million pounds to his family members. His mother, his aunt, his sister, and a friend. That's 4 million. That's a shitload. And remember, he was 19 years old. Do you know what he was doing as a job at this time? He was a bin man. I mean, it could not be a more justified or more, I'd say, topsy-turvy person to give it to, right? Somebody who's so young, he's a bin man. It's like, of course we want to see what's going to happen to this guy. And oh my gosh, did he deliver. So what I want to do is I want to share a few photos of this gentleman so that you can have a bit of a look at what history has claimed to be the most un lucky lottery winner this right here that's michael carroll that's his wife that he had before he got his money he was with her for a while and he started cheating on her almost instantly she kind of stuck with him for a little bit but then she pretty much just said to him after a while she's like i can't do this you're being a dick you're cheating on me with a bunch of different prostitutes uh, that was his wife. That's obviously him sat in this jacuzzi after he's won the money. He became a, a genuine phenomenon in the United Kingdom because of the fact that he was so outspokenly chavy. Chavy pretty much just means that you're not posh. You know, you don't give a shit. You'll be dirty. You speak bad. You swear around old people. You kick kids into the road. Stuff like that. Chavy stuff, right? Innocent stuff. Just joking. And he was outspokenly chavvy. You know, the media kind of became enamored, enamored with him, which I think is quite funny. You know, he was very obnoxious. I mean, look at his look at his jewelry. Look at the size of this Mr. T style chain and Mr. T style uh, rings. I just noticed what this is. That's a boxing glove on his fucking hairy ass chest. Mm. Hello. Anyway. And this was him, by the way, the day that he accepted his check. How exciting. 
How exciting, Michael. How good was that, huh? This is him with one of his numerous lady friends. If you can see there, wow. How exciting. He became very popular very quick because he was super generous with his cash. He used to give it away to pretty much anybody who is around and he loved himself, the ladies. Do you know what I liked about this photo though? Obviously him in his 2002 cool guy glasses, right? But this fella, <laughs> what is he doing? What are you doing there, Mick? You got another line? I just loved that. I thought that looked so funny. Alrighty. So before we continue, let's kind of go a little bit into the actual story of Mickey Michael Carroll. So when Michael Carroll threw a party, the neighbors knew about it very quickly. Naked women would carry trays of cocaine and the festivities would descend into an orgy where he would bed eight women at a time. That is insane. So he titled himself the King of Chavs because of that cash injection he's got. And he said that his girl, so his, his girlfriend said that he used to get sexually aroused by her uniform because it smelled like chip fat. I mean, bro, that's just gross. So he had 10 million pounds in the bank and was going to enjoy every single penny of it from the Hummers and the BMWs on his driveway to the prostitutes in his bed. But as the Scottish Sun revealed this morning, he's now penniless and lugging logs for £10 an hour. This gentleman lost every conceivable dime. Although he admits he splurged wildly on fast living, he reveals that after his win, a lot of vultures came out of the woodwork. But just how did Michael from Norfolk blow £10 million? The former binman, now 35, was engaged to Sandra Aitken, who was seven months pregnant with daughter Brooke when he bought the winning lottery ticket with his last four pounds in 2002. Stuff of dreams, huh? Michael wed Sarah in 2003, but she left soon after, disgusted by his lifestyle, saying he cheated on her with prostitutes and surrounded himself with hangers-on. Stag beetles, nimpets, leeches. She took 14 million pounds of his money in a settlement. With Sandra gone, the five-bed Norfolk mansion, dubbed The Grange, became a venue for wild sex parties, which he called Roman-style orgies, and he once boasted that he had bedded 4,000 women. Is that accurate? Who knows? But this man liked to spend his cash, dude. Listen to this. Champagne, cocaine, and girls took up a chunk of his riches. Once a month, I'd throw these parties, spending up to 50,000 pounds. That's insane. It would end up with a lot of people having sex in my house. They were orgies. He also started taking cocaine on an industrial scale, spending up to 2,000 pounds per day. He told the Scottish son I was smoking and the dealer brought me some white stuff and said, try that. I tried it and I was like, bring me a thousand quids worth of that. It just went from there. I just started sniffing the world away. Money was no object at this time. Who is this? I think this is one of his girlfriends. Yeah, this is former girlfriend, Jim appears. So this is after his wife left him. Michael later claimed he bedded 4,000 women during his high spending sex and drug binges. He admitted I could stay up for four or five days on coke. Sex in every room and coke on silver plates. What is this? In every room in my house, people would be fucking. 
women would just come up to me and offer me sex. The girls would have all of their gear off and they'd be serving cocaine on a silver plate. I think the most women I've seen been with in one night is eight. That's why they call me Master Mickey. It wasn't just the actual drugs that cost him dear. He also splashed £90,000 bail bonds for his druggy pals. Oh man, could you imagine that, dude? You know, your, your, your homies get caught with drugs and you still save them. Listen, at least he was generous, dude. This is where the sort of like young man in him comes out. Listen to this. The nonstop parties infuriated neighbors and Carol added to their anger by racing old bangers and dirt bikes around his estate at all hours and hosting demolition derbies, smashing up cars for fun. If that is not just the most teenage boy way to spend your millions, huh? Getting crash up derbies and just arranging them at your house. And the thing is, Bam Margera used to do this, right? And his neighbors hated him. But he lived on this huge plot of land. In the UK, there's not much land. His neighbors would be super duper close. Oh, and look how nice this house was as well, right? It was so cool. Originally, he said that he was only gonna buy a three bedroom house somewhere close to his family where he could go fishing. But that obviously just completely transcended. This was an eight-bedroom house. Dude just became enamored, man. He became enamored with the party lifestyle. The house now lies derelict after Michael and his pals trashed it. I mean, that's just sad. You know, that's 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 really sad. Look at that. Look at the demolition derby garden. So cooked, bro. Absolutely, absolutely cooked. Anyway. Chucking Big Macs and nuggets out of car windows. So him and his pals would also drive around the Norfolk countryside in luxury cars throwing Big Macs and nuggets at pedestrians. He clocked up more than 30 court appearances in the years that followed, including one for threatening youngsters with a baseball bat at a Christian sing-along. What a nice guy. In 2005, he was giving an antisocial behavior disorder for causing thousands of pounds worth of damage during a drunken wrecking spree with the catapult. Magistrates heard how he smashed 32 shop and car windows with ball bearings fired from a Mercedes van emblazoned with the phrase King of Chaps. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that, does it? This dude had a catapult put onto his Mercedes Benz to fire ball bearings from. Insane, dude. That same year, 2005, his accountant wrote to him to tell him that it was down to his last million. This is his house now. Completely, completely destroyed. He bought the house for £400,000. He spent about £200,000 renovating it, making it nice, making it pretty. And in the end, he sold the house after it was just completely demolished for £150,000. Took a huge, huge loss. This is him with another one of his girlfriends. Amid the orgies, he briefly dated a waitress, Gemma Pierce, who revealed he would ravish her when she got home from her job at The Little Chef. I don't know what that is. She said, I think the uniform was a big turn on. If I came home smelling like a chip pan, he loved it. That's just fat guy shit, dude. He basically won the jackpot in 2002. He got his last million in December 2005. Uh, he was convicted of a fray and sentenced to nine months in 2006. A fray is quite interestingly, it's when you just go and pick a fight with like a bunch of people in a public place, it's like a public nuisance, but you're trying to hurt someone. 
Never heard that before. July 2006, he takes out mortgages on two of his properties, hoping to begin an investment company. February 2010, puts his ruined mansion up for sale. And February 2012, is given a nine-month discharge, discharge by magistrates for pinching Strongbow ciders from a supermarket. Damn, dude. By 2012, Michael was penniless and had to go back on the dole for six months. There was a few funny looks when I went to sign on, but it didn't bother me too much. I was more upset about not getting served in pubs. Carol, who was served three prison terms for car theft, drugs, and a fray, was barred from every boozer in his area after a series of angry flare-ups. Damn, dude. He wasn't allowed into his own bars. Uh, this just said that he had a, a, a home that he bought in Spain that he had to sell eventually as well. Uh, some of the previous jobs he, well, after that happened, he had to start working regularly, right? So he was a fully licensed slaughterman. He worked as a forklift driver in a biscuits company. Now he is a log guy. I don't even know what a log guy does, bro. He just carries wood from A to B every day. Look at him. Can you believe he was 19? I mean, he probably wasn't 19. He was probably like, what? I don't know, 21 when this was taken. You know, this was still at the height of his like popularity. Madness, bro. Look at that dirty ass, wet look, gel hairstyle. I cannot believe that shit was popular back then. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Uh, let's just go through some of the photos. I've got some photos here of this poor old fella. Yeah, look at this. I cannot believe that he was 19 when he won. He looks like he's in his late 40s, bro. It's the fit. It's the chip fit. Dude looks like he was massaging chip fat into his skin, man. Made his face so fat. Oh, look at that, bro. Just pure cocaine bloat. Tons of beers. Whew. Sheesh. This is just the old house. This is the house that he had. And this, ladies and gentlemen is him today. There he is, covered in soot and shit like a fucking Russian mine worker. Michael Carroll had the world at his feet. I mean, if you were given 10 million pounds, I think the average person would do really good things with it. The average person would be able to retire and set up a legacy for himself and his family and his kids and his grandkids and their kids easy the average person would right there's a lot of lottery winners that wasted in some capacity but we've never had this happen right we've never just had somebody win a huge amount of money and just lose everything and just a huge ball of disaster except him and thank goodness for that you know, it's interesting to hear about this shit and it's crazy. I, for one, if I had to win the lottery, do you know what I'd do? This is not a word of a lie. I'd open up a dog sanctuary and a cat sanctuary and I'd just take care of animals all day. But bless you, Michael Carroll. It's amazing that you went through this. To this day, people have asked him about, do you regret it? Something interesting that, that, that he said is people ask him, how do you feel that you've lost 10 million pounds? And he says to them, I didn't lose 10 million pounds. I spent 2 million pounds, 10 million pounds. 
which I think is a really cool way to think about it. I think it's a really cool way to go with it, right? Incredible story though. Michael Carroll, dude who had everything, he lost it all. Anyway, see you next time.